Welcome, welcome one and all to the Horror Movie Podcast midweek episode. We have Dave Plemons. Hello. And we have producer Phil. What's up? And we have Evan Plemons roaming around. Um, he's taking... He's kind of technical support. He's technical support today. <laughs> A drink fetcher. He will be um, fact checker as well. Yes. We got to have fact checking. Um, <laughs> today's episode is a precursor episode for, um, well, folks, it's December, and um, that's the Christmas. I say the Christmas season. Others who are more PC, I guess, would say the holiday season. And what better way to celebrate your holiday season than talk about Star Wars holiday special? And people out there are saying, what? Yes. Is the yes. Star Wars holiday special. Um, I, I've i said this before. Um, I will break... I will break my, my own rule of only theater release movies um, with two stipulations, two or with two possible ways to break it. Uh, during December, all gloves are off. If you want to bring me if, uh, a Hallmark movie... Seasonal relevance. It's seasonal relevance. The <laughs> sure. other one is there's a movie that um, I'm re- leaving in the in the vault, and when someone is willing to do it with me, um, and there are so many. I'm just going to say this, guys. Both of you, sorry, but there are certain people that I'm willing to do this movie with, and once those people are willing to do this movie with me, then it will be on the podcast. It's never been in theaters. Maybe some theater. Maybe in Hope, Arkansas, some theater. That movie is called Radical Jack. And it's starring Radical Billy Jack. Ray Cyrus, and it is, it <laughs> is his horrible. It's co-starring his mullet. It's like a um, yeah, it's super mullet at this point. <laughs> um, full effect. This is before Miley really kind of came on the scene as a child actor, and so he's doing basically anything to stay in some sort of relevance to bridge the achy breaky to Hannah Montana <laughs> years, and um, it is mind blowing. And it's one of my favorite movies to watch because it's so crazy. So but, it was a straight to Hallmark. It's not Hallmark. <laughs> straight to Hallmark. I was saying Hallmark if it was a Christmas. If you okay. if you brought me a Christmas movie that's like a Hallmark movie or a gotcha. Lifetime movie, but the other the other possible non theater release movies or uh, theater release situation would be Radical Jack. But there are only certain people that I'm going to watch it with because I have this history of watching it with. A couple different people, though, that once they're willing to come on and do it, we're doing that. Movie. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of new to the podcast, one of the cardinal rules of the show is that yes. we only cover movies that have actually been in theaters. But we're right. we're breaking that rule for this for December for this special. You, special we can movie. do it. And technically, though, this this week the Star Wars holiday special is the only time we've ever broken that. So yeah. it's not like it ever happens. It just. I I couldn't let the Christmas season get away without talking about Star Wars, the holiday special. Well, and since of course Rogue One, perfect timing is uh yeah that that kind of brings it all together. Perfect timing. Star Wars is on people's minds. Yeah, exactly. And so um, even with- though this show should not be on people's on anyone's mind <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> or in anyone's memory, um, that's yeah. I just it is wanna, what it is. I you wish know, I, I could wipe it from my memory. <laughs> that was an hour or, and a half. We'll never get back. Or from your memory banks. If you were a <laughs> droid, you would yes. might wipe it from your memory banks. <laughs> um, I think, uh, first things first, let's just talk about um, Star Wars in general. We said Rogue One is out. 
I can admit this. I have not seen Rogue One yet. I want to see it. I've not had time to go see it. And both of you have said you've not seen it either. Go ahead. I I hope to see it by the time this airs. But no, I haven't. At the time of recording. I I may have time with the Christmas break coming on to actually be able to go see it. So, you know, by the time this airs, I may have seen it. So I've heard nothing but good so far. Yeah. And I'd like to catch up on some of the other um, uh, prequels and et cetera, et cetera, to make sure that I'm fully in sync with the chronological order of the movies. I think the, I think I, A New Hope. I think the very, I think Episode Four is the only one you really need to get into this one. Now maybe they tie in uh, the Force Awakens, but but I, how would that tie? No. I mean, you know, it'd be a, that would be a long arc to tie that one together. Somehow. Yeah, I think. From what I've heard, it's just like the end of this movie goes right up to the it it butts right up, right up against the beginning of Episode Four. So it's, yeah, if you've seen A New Hope, then I think you, that's the only prerequisite. You might get a little bit out of it, you know, more out of it if you had seen Episode Three as yes. well. But um, yeah, Episode Four is like the must see before seeing this movie. Yeah, and I think the Star Wars Holiday Special really ties it in too, of course. Because I've I've heard now I actually I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard some scuttle on the internet about how they really tie in Chewbacca's life day into Rogue One. Rogue One being he's a rogue because he and Han are rogue type characters and one being his uh, Earth is no, Earth Day? Wrong wrong holiday. His life Life day. day. His life day. Happy life day. Happy life day. <laughs> so um, Star Wars wise Favorite Star Wars movie? Mine, I'll tell you mine. My favorite Star Wars movie is The Empire Strikes Back. Amen, brother. And a lot of people say that. But I guess I think it's got the... It's like... For me, you know how soup is better the second day? Yeah. You know, it's had time I'm with to, you there. It's had time to really settle in. Um. And I mean, you have to refrigerate. You still want to refrigerate it, not not leaving it sit Food out. Food safety, people. Yeah. Food yeah. safety. You don't want to leave it sit out. But Empire Strikes Back was that perfect blend of eleven herbs and spices. No <laughs> you're Ewoks. You're mixing soup with Kentucky no Ewoks, Fried Chicken. No Ewoks. No Jar Jar. Um, no weird. Not as much weird brother kissing sister scenarios as the first Star Wars. And um, it really was, you know. For me, the better, better more action to you guys. More action, you guys. Favorite Star Wars movies? Yeah, I'm with you on Empire. Yeah, we we actually talked about this back on episode 28. People can go back and the Attack of the Sequels episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about Star Star Wars episode one and how it had, it's got the number one in the title, but technically it was a sequel to yes. the original yes. trilogy. And how we talked on that episode about how Empire was both of our our favorites, but. Yeah, it's just a great movie. Like from the uh, ATAT Walkers to Boba Fett to um, Cloud City to I yeah. mean, there's so many great scenes. Cloud City. Yeah. When I was little, I remember watching that and just thinking, "This is the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. The best ever." It was. It was pretty mind blowing <laughs> at the time. And we didn't have a V. We didn't have VCR then. No one. Like in 1984, 85. Did you guys have a VCR? I mean, you know, I, maybe actually. I was really young. Was I mean, close. I was, I was basically my son's age now. <laughs> so I'm just saying, right? Like, I don't. We we didn't get a VCR until probably like '88 or '89, probably. 
And then man, video rentals really picked up. That well, you know, but. speaking of Star Wars, I, I I will never forget watching the original the original Star Wars movie from the back of my parents' pickup truck at the the Holiday Drive-in in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, they were bored to tears. They're just sitting in the cab of the old Chevy pickup truck while I was in the back. It was. I don't remember what time of year it was exactly, but it was warm enough for me to be in the in the bed of the yeah. just kind of leaning over the cab watching and the place awesome. was packed. Was oh yeah, great? I'll never forget that. Yeah. It's cool. Star Wars. Was the volume pretty good for you yeah. to watch that? I mean Well, but you you have to remember when you're at the, a little Well, when you're at the drive in theater, you've got everybody collectively playing those things oh, at the same true. time. Yeah. So the volume is not really an issue because you've got so many people playing at the same time yeah and plus they have speakers usually at the um like the concession stand Mm -hmm. you know we'll have Mm -hmm. speakers too um favorite star wars character now growing up i've said this before star wars figures i had a ton of star wars figures that was that and he-man figures were two toys my parents would actually buy us i had no legos we weren't going to do a whole lot of electronic stuff. We weren't going to do a whole lot of radio-controlled cars. One Christmas I got one, but it had the cord. You know the radio-controlled with the cord attached where you'd have to walk around with it? It wasn't like the remote control. It was the attached control, and it was like a really cheap one. But I was man, I was pumped to get it. It was a Porsche. Nice. It's the only Porsche I've ever owned. I don't know about Phil, but when I was 11 years old mm-hmm. when the original Star Wars movie came out. So perfect age for you know a young guy yeah who's you know kind of a science fiction fan yeah. you know i i was i was reading you know sci-fi when i was that young and uh of course everybody everybody my age that was a guy wanted to be luke skywalker i mean yeah there was the han solo thing yeah. but luke everybody wanted to be luke yeah he was a star of the show he was a star of the show my favorite character though I think of all time. I really like Han Solo, but I really like Boba Fett a lot. And I guess that kind of makes me, I've just given you two generic kind of fanboy, like, oh, Boba Fett and Empire Strikes Back. Two best things ever. But, I mean, there's a reason that everyone thinks that, that those two things are the best things ever. No one's saying Jar Jar. No. No one's ever said Jar Jar. No one's saying Jar Jar Binks. I can guarantee that. Well, maybe some little kid. I bet you guys won't guess who my favorite character is. Lobot. No, I do. Oh, I do one know of the who Ewoks. I will, Ewoks. I will say. I will say Yoda. Yoda is probably my number two. Darth Maul. Uh, no, it's no one from the Empire. I like Darth Maul. By the way, though, they should have, like kept him around. Go ahead. I tell you what, I've seen Episode Seven twice. Uh-huh. I read the book, mm. and I also played the um, Lego. Force Awakens video game. So I, I've experienced that story like four times over now. Yes. Um, I know this sounds weird, but like the more I think about it as a character, this person as a character, it's for me, it's Ray. Cool. I, I, I really like Ray a lot. Um, and I, I think like, I mean, Yoda's awesome. Everyone wants to be Han Solo. Um, for me, Ray, I think, is the most fascinating character for me personally in the Star Wars universe. I don't think a lot of Star Wars fans would say that. Um, probably a lot of people would say Obi-Wan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
for me, like her backstory, her uh, <gasps> like pure gumption, like she, I, for me, she kind of encapsulates like several of the characters all in one. Like she's kind of got Han Solo's um, shoot now, ask questions later. Moxie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of brash, um, you know, charge into battle kind of thing and then she's got kind of got Luke Skywalker's um poise and um just uh you know honorableness honorable character um and she's a, a strong female role which I, I've always really liked in movies so I don't know I, I just really like her and I'm really intrigued to see it'll be interesting to like for people to like go back and listen to this episode once we've already figured out what her whole backstory is and where she's going. Cause like a year from now, we're going to know a lot more about Ray, but, um, but, uh, like it'll be really interesting to see if she is part of the lineage of, uh, Anakin and Luke and, um, you know, what, what goes on there. But I just really like her a lot. Do you feel like, um, well, one JJ Abrams, he always writes strong female characters in yeah, everything he does. Yeah, Jennifer Garner and Alias, Alias. Mm-hmm. and even Felicity and Felicity, and um, in, well, even in Star Trek. Well, in Lost, you had Kate. Yeah, and yeah, very main characters. Um, are you not at all a little bit okay? At first, I was very uh, annoyed that she was such a fast study of the Force. But did you think of it in a different way than that? I mean, again, it, assuming she is a part of the, the Skywalker lineage. Um, has to almost be, right? Yeah, Anakin and Luke both were, were pretty fast <coughs> studies as well. Um, in fact, with Anakin, like they were saying, like he's not ready to be – he's not ready to be a Jedi because he's too young. Like he, when he, he needs to be older before we teach him the ways of the force. Um, so I, I mean, I think Ray could have even started much earlier than, than she actually did. But okay. yeah. And that's why, that's one of my main reasons why I think she is part of that lineage is because, um, she's an ace pilot, just like her father and her father, fa- father's father. Uh, and because of her propensity for, for, uh, force wielding. So you think that's, you think Ray is Luke's daughter? Yeah, I I think she's she's probably off the charts on the midi chlorian. They they need to get rid of the midi chlorian. <laughs> like one thing about the the new the the new the, they, the, they won't the mention it from this this no, point well, on. And the one problem with that was when I was when I was little growing up into the you know four five and six movies, it was you could train in the force and get stronger at the force. And you could become better at the force, not you're born into having abilities right. automatically yeah. in the force. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of weird that, he, that Lucas went to that in the prequels. It was a, to, di- to it was a discipline. It. it was a discipline to be learned <laughs> and to be like a and martial, to grow in. Right. Like martial arts. Right. Yeah. Not, not um, something you're not born, born into. Not born this way. Yeah, I'm born this way. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying. I mean, it's kind of weird. Kind of, yeah. kind of interesting. Weird that they switched that. I wonder why he decided to switch it that way. Because he needed to explain why. Because he wanted to have a ranking system. He saw some toys in the future that he could. I don't know. Or- I mean, she's got to be the lineage of some kind of Jedi because of the midichlorian like passed down from generations, uh, part of the canon that they have now. But because um, Kylo Ren was 
son of Leia, who was she was very strong in the Force as well. Yes, being uh, daughter of Anakin, um, but uh, you know, and she was like half. You know, like Han was the father, but he didn't have any. You know, who knows? But we, don't, you know, he assumedly doesn't know doesn't have any kind of Force strength right. or whatever. Right, um, and so. You know, if it's um, Luke and, you know, if Luke is the father of Rey, and then especially if he married some kind of other Jedi, yes. then she could be even stronger than Kylo Ren, which, of course, yes. you know, spoilers for Force Awakens, there's, a, you know, a big scene at the end where they have to duel each other, so. Or it could be like Anakin's situation where there's just some mom and she <laughs> just, it's immaculate conceived, immaculate conceived. Yeah. The power of the metachlorians have formed you into a child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Maybe for all we know, Luke gave, gave birth to her. Oh my gosh! It's possible. Hey, this is a, a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Anything's possible. It, anything yeah. is possible here, <laughs> including a holiday special about a, f- a galaxy far, far away, which was almost impossibly terrible. It was horrible, terrible, <laughs> and it was like really. Um, how did they think to make this? Like, how did it was like they, Star Wars, the bad musical? How did they think to make it like this? Chewbacca. I like to be around the writing session to see this, uh, you know, uh, be, come to fruition. I think there was a lot of marijuana there, uh, almost or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pills? Or PCP or something? Yeah, I don't know. it was the 70s. So. Yeah, it was. Here's some reds. Here's some times. blues. Yeah. It was psychedelic. At Grab times. a handful, exactly, and start writing. Exactly, and it's like I don't. I mean, we'll make it about Chewbacca, and the first ten minutes will be just the Wookies talking to each other, and we we won't. No one will understand what's being said at all. <laughs> what? Well, like that's weird. We're gonna have Harvey Corman in it. We're gonna have B. <laughs> Arthur in it. <laughs> Well, I mean, and R two D two as R two D two, but you know why? He is the only one that just wasn't going to be in it. Basically, um, what's his nut? Uh, Kenny, uh, I forget his name, that plays R two D two. Oh, <coughs> um, I have to look it up. He's you know, I, I found it very interesting that Obi Wan was not in the movie until the. Uh, the credits, the the kind of the the the, the little movie at the end, movie the little teaser or whatever yeah. it was, because that that movie and think about this, that movie wasn't going to come out on home home video, so in 1978 when this movie came out, there was a large population of people that had never seen uh, the fir- the movie. I mean, yeah, they would they didn't go to the theater. I don't know how TV rights went if they were replaying it quickly on television then, or how that worked. So. That's true. Like with, I mean, before VHS and everything, how would people even see the, the first weird? movie? Yeah, like you if either they catch it theaters. or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the first time I saw it would have been on, on CBS. CBS probably had the playing rights for it. This is a CBS thing. And speaking of CBS, um, we're going to play you now. And it's really not a typical uh, movie trailer that we normally would play you. <coughs> but it is a commercial that aired on CBS for the Star Wars holiday movie and what's the name of the show? Flying, Flying High. Flying High. Coming to CBS this winter, <laughs> th- this Christmas, coming to CBS, it's Flying High. The high drinks are hilarious. It's a 15-episode season. It'll be on for two months. And then it'll go away. <laughs> That's right. Star Wars and Flying High 
I think that's Valerie Bertinelli, by the way, that's in this. I'm not sure. All right, Phil, roll the commercial for CBS's Star Wars Holiday Special and Flying High. Hey, CBS, what's coming on? Friday, blast off to a galaxy far, far away. It's the Star Wars Holiday Special, starring all your Star Wars favorites. Will Chewbacca get home to his planet in time for the big Wookiee holiday celebration? Watch and find out. Then on Flying High, the girls put it on and take it off. Uh-oh. You know what? What? I don't think either one of us is going to get much sleep tonight. Join us for a far-out Friday, beginning Whoa. at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. You're on. Tomorrow on CBS. There you go. <laughs> wow. You uh, never heard of Flying High because it was on for how long did we say, Phil? Uh, it was like three months or something, three or four months. Oh, my God. It only God. had, um, what? You said 18 episodes? It had, yeah, it had, okay, so they filmed 18 episodes. There were only four, 15 that made it to air. Uh, and it was off the air. It started in that fall, like when, you know, fall sweeps or whatever. And it was gone by January. It was gone like less than two months after this, that episode aired. You ready for the, are you ready for the, uh, and in irony folks, I'm just now finding this out. You know what, what date the final episode aired? Christmas. January 23rd, (laughs) 1979. On my birthday. Oh. Your actual birthday. My actual birthday. Like the wow. year and everything. January 23rd, 1979. Um, here's my phone number and my social security number. I'm sorry. <laughs> January 23rd, 1979. Um, and that's the final episode of Flying High. How about that? Starring <coughs> Catherine Witt. Yeah. Connie Is that Selica, Katarina Witt? Pat Klaus. <laughs> Howard Platt. Uh, as Captain Doug March. And um, I, this has got to be about airplane... The series follows the lives of three <laughs> sexy flight attendants working for the fictional SunWest Airlines in Los Angeles. It's a comedy drama, folks. Comedy drama. The dramedy. And it was like- 60 minutes long. Wow. They had some faith in that thing. They did. Um, we may have to... And that, that final episode aired a long, long, long time ago. I think, you know what we might start doing? <laughs> I think I think our midweek episode starting in the new year is going to be if I can find flying high, it's going to be our midweek episode is going to be um, a mini podcast inside of a podcast, and it's going to be flying high the podcast, <laughs> and we're just going to talk gonna be about exactly fifteen episodes, well, long. and that's all it'll be, and it'll be just fifteen <laughs> episodes, and um, or I can just do a just a automatic just drop a bunch of episodes onto iTunes of this podcast and call it good. What do you think, Dave? I'm telling you what, the, I'm a little bit concerned about the uh, the the content. Of the He's on high. CBS, it, though. Well, you're right, but this was 1977. Yeah, 1977. 78. Guys, it would be 78. 78. August 28th, 1978. They were so. pushing some envelopes back then. Not, not going to lie. So weird, <laughs> man. That's weird. All right, so that was free love time. Free love at the at tail end of free flying love, high. but it's flying high, and they're um, sexy flight attendants working for the fictional SunWest Airlines in Los Angeles. I don't think we're gonna get too much sleep tonight. <laughs> I'd, be I that was a- I'd be interested to see the um, my, my flying high podcast. I'd be interested to see who will download my podcast. I might do it. Let's we'll see. I wonder how short of an ep- I wonder how short I can make those episodes, like ten minutes, and just call it good. Anyway, we'll see what happens. There you go. Instead I mean, of mailing it in, it's flying. Flying it in. it in, flying high. I wonder if it's on. I, I I don't know if I can run down any of those episodes. So I, I bet Jared could. Jared could find anything, right? 
All right. <laughs> so um, that is our midweek episode. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Next time you talk to us, <coughs> it's going to be our main flagship, our main Star Destroyer episode. Um, and it is going to be all about Star Wars, the holiday special. It's going to be the last thing you guys do for your holiday season. So you were supposed to keep talking. I was trying to provide that background music. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, next time you see us, it will be on Friday, main episode. It will be on the Horror Movie Podcast on Twitter at One Horror Movie, Facebook, like our Facebook page. Um, You can also download us at iTunes, Google Play, um, on Stitcher, on revolverpodcast.com we're on iheartradio.com we're on spotify mobile app we're also on the horrormoviepodcast.com website created by orange tie web design marketing branding the greatest website you've ever went to in your entire life i'm never gonna no sell jared again because it's (laughs) awesome all right awesome awesome thanks guys we'll see you when we see you at the end of the week bye-bye